0: Welcome to Times of Refreshing Podcast. This is Gil Howard Brown, and I'm so glad you could join us today. We trust that you will be greatly blessed and encouraged. Your miracle is moments away. I want to read in the book of Jude 1 verse 20. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Watching God's plan unfold for your life takes faith and patience. It is fun in the spirit, but in the flesh it's sometimes scary. And that's because we get discouraged when all we see is the problem and the solution is not forthcoming. God's suggestion to dealing with this is to pray in the Spirit. And the reason God says to pray in the Spirit is that according to the Word of God, when we pray in the Spirit, our minds have nothing to do with the process. We are praying by the Spirit with, within and building ourselves on the inside. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 14 to 19 explains it well. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. It says, For if we pray, or if I pray in an unknown tongue, My spirit, by the Holy Spirit within me, prays, but my mind is unproductive. It bears no fruit and helps nobody. Now, that's a very interesting scripture. And it kind of puts it in context because there are two actions going on here. There's uh, the prayer that is in the spirit, and then there's the mind that is active in the natural. And often we pray from that natural mind and the things we... We, you know, we think about it, we want to speak to the Lord about it and that's fine, we can do that. We can let our requests be made known unto the Lord. But there is this amazing uh, ability that God has given us as spiritual believers that we can pray in the unknown tongue which is praying in the Spirit by the Holy Spirit and the Bible says when we pray in the Spirit we actually build ourselves up, we edify ourselves. We can and should pray with our understanding, and that is, simple, simply talking to God. But God knew that the human mind is fickle and, <laughs> and easily distracted. And so He devised a perfect way for us to pray that would not require our mind's full attention. I like that, don't you? Because I don't know about you, but I, you know I' I've, in the middle of praying, I can find my mind getting a little distracted. And sometimes we pray just in the wrong direction and we need inside help and so that's in the form of the Holy Spirit and praying in that unknown tongue. It is important to do what God suggested. He knows the end from the beginning and He knows that the miracle is closer than we realize. I would love to get a direct answer from God for everything I ask Him, but I'm sure if He were to tell me, I would probably not like the answer. And it actually may, uh, (laughs) it may, uh, I may get overwhelmed as well if I really knew what God had in store for me and what he planned for my life. But he is full of surprises and he can do anything in an instant if it lines up with his plan for our lives. It's not hard for God since he can create something out of nothing. The universe is the proof of that. But he demonstrated that through the life of his son, Jesus. Think of it this way. If Jesus could use the little boy's lunch to feed 5,000, he has so many more creative ways and things he can do to bless us and provide for us. He said in Isaiah 43 verse 19, I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. That means that he does not need my help to get the job done. And I want to you know, just emphasize that because sometimes we get involved in the process and actually hinder what God's trying to do. So he does not need my help unless he asks for my cooperation in doing something that will be the trigger to release the blessing. There is no road in the wilderness and there is no river in the desert, but God will put one there if necessary. He can do it. I have to get my head out of the way, set my thoughts and my affections on him and trust him to see me through. He is the God of suddenlies and we see that in Acts chapter 2 verse 1. Rejoicing and keeping our focus on Him keeps us in the place where the suddenlies can happen. It's His way of showing us how much He loves us. The lame man at the gate of the temple was there to collect money from those who felt sorry for him. But Peter and John had something better. They had the anointing on the inside of them that touched the man and healed him. It was a suddenly for this man. One minute he was as he always had been from birth, he was lame. The next minute he was walking and leaping and praising God. I mean, that is totally amazing. Can you imagine this guy when he's expected to receive some money and some physical help from these uh, Peter and John walking in the temple? The next minute he's leaping and walking, something he's never done since his birth. And so the miracle was closer than he realized. That day he got up and had no idea that by the time he went back to bed that night, he would be a totally different man. Well, we can go from lame to leaping in a heavenly minute if we stay in the place where miracles happen. God is so far ahead of the game. He is always many steps ahead, just waiting for us to grab a hold of all that he has done and will do for us. The Bible says he has made ready and keeps ready for those that love him. That's to be found in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9. Let me read it to you in the Amplified Bible. But on the contrary, as the scripture says, what the eye has not seen, neither is the ear heard, and what has not entered in the heart of man, all that God has prepared. Past tense. That means He's made it ready and keeps it ready for those who love Him, who hold Him in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying Him, and greatly, gratefully recognizing the benefits He has bestowed upon them god's prepared it and made ready and keeps it ready according to the amplified bible for those who love him and, and and i love the clarification of the love him part who hold him in affectionate reverence see this is an ongoing lifestyle who hold him in affectionate reverence i'm not just worshiping on sunday morning and then living my life totally out of his presence and away from him for the rest of the week and just expect god to come on demand and bring what i need when i need it <laughs> but i'm this is an ongoing lifestyle i'm being i'm holding him in affectionate reverence but going it goes a little further Says promptly obeying him so god really looking for obedience and that prompting part is you know just doing what he wants us to do when he wants us to do it and gratefully recognizing the benefits that he has bestowed on us so never forget what god has done for you in the past always be thankful to him for all of the things that he's done And whatever he did in the the past, he can, you know, he can do that and much more in the future. When we don't know what to do, God's plan is still perfect. Our circumstances are never a curveball to God. His love is steadfast and his plan is unchanging. He may have to move obstacles I create out of the way, you know, which can be the holdup. He may have to move the obstacles I create out of the way, and that can be the holdup. Isaiah 59 verse 1 says, Behold, the, Lord, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save. Neither is his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. So take courage and be of good cheer. The answer is closer than you think. We are commanded to encourage and edify and build one another up daily. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 11 says, Therefore encourage, admonish and exhort one another and edify, strengthen and build up one another just as you are doing. So in summing up, watching God's plan unfold takes faith and patience. It is fun in the spirit, but in the flesh, it's sometimes scary. So let's stay in the spirit. Number two, the miracle is minutes away or moments away. If Jesus could use the little boy's lunch to feed 5,000, he has creative things that he can use to bless us. Number three, he is the God of suddenlies. Rejoicing keeps us in the place where suddenlies can happen. It is his way of showing us how much he loves us. Number four, when we don't know what to do, God's plan is still perfect. Our circumstances are never a curveball to, to God. His love is steadfast. So I, tr- I trust that this has been encouragement to you. And if you're feeling the pressure of life and, you know, you, you've just been believing God for miracles, but you've not seen it, and then you've allowed your head to get in the way and you began to think you know what this is never going to happen and God doesn't maybe God doesn't really love me and you know we know we know that that's not true because the Bible said for God to love the world and and he is his love is not he's you know he's not uh, Bible says he's no respect of person so he doesn't have a greater love for some people and less love for others God's love is always the same towards every one of us and so we have to get our head around that and away from that thought that maybe God doesn't really love me, and to realize that there are some things the Lord just cannot do, because if He were to do them, it may be not the best thing for our lives. So we have to learn to trust Him, and we have to learn to say, you know, the Lord knows what I have need of. The Lord knows the circumstances around me. The Lord knows the dangers. He knows my. He will, <laughs> you know, He knows my coming in, my going out. God knows everything about my life. And he's well able, the Bible actually says he watches over his word to perform it. So I want to encourage you today, if you're facing those things, let your heart be at peace and just begin to rest in him, begin to worship him, praise him and thank him. And just position yourself and be ready for that suddenly that uh, is is about to happen because your miracle could be moments away. And if you're not born again, then you can change that and, and begin to believe God for change to come in your life. And all, all you have to do is just simply ask him to come on the inside. You can just pray this prayer right now. Roll simple from your heart. Say, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that you died for my sins, that you died on the cross and you shed your blood to wash me whiter than snow. And I ask you right now to come into my life, to cleanse me, Lord, from all my sin and my unrighteousness. I want to live for you. So I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. And I thank you, Lord, according to your word, you receive me as your child. And I thank you that from this moment forth, that I'm a new creation in Christ, that I'm all, that all things have passed away and all things have become new. And I'm going to trust you and rely upon you and wait upon you to see these miracles happen in my life as you bless me. Thank you, Lord, that you give me the strength to live for you today. And from this moment forth, in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. And if you prayed that prayer and meant that the Lord hears your cry and salvation is yours, you are. I want to welcome you to the family of God. And I, I want to pray for those that are listening. If you've been going through these issues and these problems, I want to pray for you right now and ask the Lord to touch your life. Father, I thank you for every listener that, Lord, you would come even now and do a supernatural work on the inside of their, lo- of, of their hearts, Lord. I pray for a refreshing, Lord. I pray for encouragement on the inside. I pray for strength. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would just pour out your glory upon each one. That, Lord, you would just begin to rise up on the inside of them big and strong, Lord, and show forth your mighty hand to do that miracle for them in Jesus' name. I pray for that quiet confidence, that rest, and that peace. And I pray for, a, for an inner joy that is so great, Lord, that the outside, the pressures from the outside cannot be felt because of the inward glory that's on the inside of everyone. So Lord, I pray for them right now. We thank you for that miracle. We thank you for the blessing. We thank you for the peace, the love, the joy, the mercy, the goodness, and every other thing that you have for them in Jesus' wonderful name. And we thank you for it, Lord. Amen and amen. Now I pray that you've been blessed by this little, this short word. And write us, send your testimony, send your prayer request to contact the and join us on a regular basis. We're going to be adding new material almost every day so we just uh thank you for for listening and god bless you in jesus mighty name